0: Welcome back and welcome to the first official episode of the podcast you'll have to excuse me because i'm feeling not so slay at the moment i'm feeling really really sick which kind of leads us into this episode of burnout and workaholics by definition burnout has been explained as the feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion brought upon by a job, school, university, etc. Now, I want to dive straight into this because I have a lot to say. So, let's get started. Around two weeks ago, I picked up an extra job in hospitality, specifically a cafe, And this isn't the first time that I've worked two jobs at a time, but it's definitely been a while since I have worked two jobs at a time. And for those of you who don't work in hospitality, it can be quite a demanding job where you'll be working upwards of 12 hours and you're constantly on your feet. You don't really have time for a long enough break because you're worried about getting on the floor so that stuff gets done in time and usually you'll open close and then come back the next day and I worked in total over the last weekend 24 hours but this was between two jobs Um, so I'd go from like my hospitality job in the morning and then go to my retail job in the afternoon now the issue with this is I thought I would be okay with it and I thought that it would be easily accomplished because I've always had a very strong working mindset of if it needs to get done, it'll get done and I'll be fine. Like, my body will be fine. And I haven't worked two jobs since, like I want to say, like five months ago. So my body's still very much getting used to working long hours. Because in retail, you don't really get anything past, like, five hours if you're a casual. Anyway, the point being is... I worked a lot and didn't really listen to my body and now I'm getting sick which I haven't had in a while but I told myself because I'm going to Melbourne next week and I've been saving up this entire month for my trip so I've been like pumping out shifts and I haven't called in sick because I literally cannot afford to call in sick. If I want to go on this holiday, so I've been working myself to the bone and working so much, even though I need a break. Because I have this idea in my head that, like, I'm getting a break. I'm going on a holiday, and that's my break. So I want to work as much as I can until then. But I'm not listening to my body, and I'm working myself like 12 hour days and not really taking a break. I'm not really getting any sleep either. So I've like completely burnt myself out. I don't want to hang out with anyone. I want to be home alone. All I want to do is stay in bed all day. But then the moment that I do that, I feel this voice in the back of my head saying, what are you doing? You need to be doing something at all times. Like, why aren't you working? Why... Haven't you gone and spent this day of free time doing something with your life? Why are you staying home? And it sucks. I want to be able to spend my days off chilling out, but I literally, I can't. I I feel like if I'm going to have a day off, I need to see somebody or go out somewhere or just constantly be moving. I need to go learn a new hobby. I need to go to the gym or I need to, I just... I feel like if I have any free time to sit down and do something, I should be doing something. I should be learning something. I should be stimulating myself. And I think it's just the pressure that you receive from other people. And it's also the pressure of social media, like the pressure of having to post and the pressure of like that you receive from others to do things for them as well. I also feel like this stems from school a lot and I was actually talking to my friend about this today. In school, we're taught that in our spare time when we're not at school, when we get home, we should be doing homework, reading a chapter from a book. We should be practicing Something like we should be always utilizing any free or spare time that we have to be studying or to be a better student or to spend time with our family like we're always taught like we have so much that we need to do, we need to get fit and exercise, but we need to study, but we need to spend time with friends and family, but we have to like make sure that we're spending time with ourselves and then we need to start doing stuff for university like there's literally so much pressure put on us in high school to constantly be thinking about our future and never stop thinking and using our brains efficiently and if you're not achieving the best grades possible and if you're not studying every second of the day that you are going to be a failure and you're going to end up homeless living on the streets that is the idea they put into our heads in high school that has now turned us into these workaholics that have literally we're not able to just sit down and chill because our minds have to be stimulated every five seconds and this also comes from social media as well I'm not saying school is the primary reason why we're experiencing all of this the internet has so much to do with that as well and I catch myself doing it too I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I don't do it as well because I absolutely do it but I definitely feel as though school is one of the primary reasons that our generation just thrives on work and and doing things all of the time I remember in my graduating year of high school, the pressure that was put on everyone to, one, go to university slash college, for those of you who are listening in America, and two, to get the ducks or like the best grade in your subject. A whole year went to a graduating assembly and watched everyone who won their like subject ducks get their awards and all the teachers were like this is what you get if you work hard and I remember how disheartening it was hearing that because most of us worked so damn hard but got nothing in return. Another thing was you have to receive an ATAR which for those of you who don't know what that is um, it's like a grade that you get at the end of your schooling that will determine whether you get into a good course at university. So in Adelaide, the highest ATAR that you can get is a 99.95 ATAR. So if you didn't get above a 75, they would call you stupid. I struggled a lot in high school with focusing and paying attention, which is also my ADHD but I didn't know that at the time so when I went to my parent teacher interviews and received the same feedback of Shayla can't pay attention she has a very short attention span she leaves everything to last minute she can't read fast or she can't read or she goes halfway through a book like There was a book in one of my English classes that I didn't even do. I had to read spark notes because I literally could not pay attention to it. Because I was so all over the place. And I would talk to people and I couldn't just look and do my work. Because I was not that kind of student. I learnt differently to everyone else. After I graduated though, I realised that I didn't know what I wanted to do. But everyone else had this pressure of... You must apply for uni, but I didn't want to. I didn't know what I wanted to do, and the idea of applying to a university seemed stressful for me because, one, you had to pay to apply, and I didn't want to waste money on something that I wasn't going to do. So I took a gap year, and during that gap year, I decided, okay, maybe I do want to study. So I did a bridging course in which I got a GPA from, and I ended up getting a 6.0 GPA, which basically is equivalent to like an 80 like high 80s ATAR which compared to what I got which is like a a 54 that's that's pretty good a 6.0 is pretty good so I then went into the course that I am enrolled in now which is medical science however I'm not actively studying I know so many people from my graduating year though that started out in uni for the first semester or year and have now dropped out because the course doesn't align with what they're doing in their life anymore maybe they have different interests and it just seems like such a waste of money to try so hard in high school and then now look back and think, what was the point? There was literally no point. I passed and that was great. But what was the point in working myself to the bone for something I don't even want to do anymore? And I'm not saying that if you're in school, you shouldn't try hard. Because I think you should try to the capacity that you can. I don't think you should work yourself to the bone But I think you should definitely put in the effort and try and work. Don't not try. Please try in school and please try and do the work. But if you're struggling to focus, if you're struggling to learn the way that they teach you, talk to your teachers. Talk to your parents. And if you don't have accommodating parents, try and just talk to somebody about switching the way that you learn that is best for you because you will burn yourself out at school if you're not learning the way that is best for you please try in school do not give up but if you have an assignment due the next day don't go staying up doing an all-nighter to finish it message your teachers and be like i'm so sorry but i just did not get this done Take the L if you need to, but do not work yourself to the bone for something that means nothing in two, three, four, five years anyway. I want to talk about some ways that you can deal with burnout. So once it's happened, you've worked yourself, you're sick, you're tired, you have no interest in doing anything anymore. I want to talk about some ways that you can get yourself out of this rut first thing is take a day off call work call the friend that you're meant to see today call your university and say hey I need to take a mental health day I'm sorry call your parents say I'm so sorry but I can't keep pushing myself in the way that I am which I know some people aren't able to do because of the kind of household they live in and for that I am so sorry and I really, really hope that that is something that can be talked about with your parents later on, but for those of you who can, take your day off. Then there are two options of what you can do with your day off. The first one is grab your phone, leave it in a place where you can't touch it, give it to someone if you want to be really spicy. And try and stay off it as much as you can throughout the day. A lot of the times burnout is created from the stimulus that we get from our phones. Whether that be off TikTok, YouTube, Pinterest. I don't know. Whatever you use. A lot of the time we become overstimulated and overworked from social media. And our brain gets so stimulated. Also with that... Try not to go on your phone an hour before you go to bed. You want to avoid the amount of stimulus you get just before you go to bed. So that's one thing you can do with your day off is try and minimalize your phone time. The second thing you can do is go on your phone. Sit in bed and go on your phone all day. Everyone likes downtime differently and if this is something that you think will be best for you, do it. Who cares what other people say if some people think, Your phone's bad for you. Do it. If that's how you like to relax, go on your phone. Who cares? Do what you want to Just a quick disclaimer. I... (laughs) I took a break between the last clip and this clip I'm recording now. My sinus infection, I'm pretty sure it's a sinus infection, has gotten worse so you will have to excuse how nasally I sound which I know is super annoying when people say but I'm not feeling great which is my own fault. The second way that you can handle burnout and combat burnout is getting some exercise Again, this is two sides. Some people may really, really enjoy exercise when they're burnt out. Some people may not. Even just a walk, like even just putting on some music and going out for a walk can be something that's really rejuvenating. It, again, just depends on the kind of person you are. and That's why there's so many options for different people. This next one is probably my favourite And I tend to do the most is changing up your appearance boy does this make me feel better some people should not do this if you are a very impulsive person you probably shouldn't be doing this I'm a very impulsive person so I should not be doing this but here we are I love changing up my appearance once I get burnt out I speaking of which just dyed my hair dark again and i'm so happy about it but yeah middle of the burn out do something fun with your appearance another option is yoga as well which i guess could be put under mindfulness so i feel like yoga can be such a rejuvenating thing even though it is exercise you can pick and choose your yoga that will suit you the best and there's so many videos online there's so many places that will do guided yoga and maybe even a guided meditation, which is, in my opinion, one of the best ways to deal with burnout is meditating and journaling, sitting down with yourself and doing some journal prompts, which also leads me into this. Um, Along with this episode, I will be posting seven journal prompts on my Rising Embers business page. So along with this episode afterwards, if you're struggling with burnout and you want a way to just sit down and write about it and reflect on it, please refer to the 7 Journal Prompts. They should be out by the time I upload this. So yeah, if you want something to do. My last final way of combating burnout is getting some sleep. I definitely think not only myself but many other people neglect sleep in order to fit in as much work as they possibly can. I know during school this was a big problem for me where I would constantly try and stay up late doing stuff and I would get no sleep and then I was tired and stressed and then that that just obviously led to a burnout anyway. Please take time to just take it easy, take it slow and actually go to sleep. If you know you have an assignment, stop it at midnight, go to sleep. Please go to sleep. It helps so much. I reckon that will be all for today's episode. I apologise if it is a bit short. Um, I am not feeling great and I'm hoping that within the next couple episodes as I start to get better... I can provide a better episode. I hope this one's good enough and provides you with enough guidance and assistance. There are so many ways to combat burnout even if they seem small. Please don't be discouraged if you've worked a really hard week and are just feeling tired and just want to take a break. Please take that break because You're only going to make yourself feel worse at the end of it, and that is the last thing you want to do. You want to be able to work and have that work life balance where you're not pushing yourself beyond your limit and you are working to the capacity that is available to you. Look after yourself, treat yourself with love and kindness and respect and watch good things happen for you because I promise they will listen to your body you know your body the best do what feels right without worrying about what other people think and whether or not you're making something an inconvenience for them by taking time out for yourself take a breath slow down there is no rush And I promise you it's going to be okay. Thank you so much for the support on last week's episode. And I'll talk to you next week. Feel free to follow us on the Gemini Talks podcast on Instagram. And Rising Embers on Instagram. You can also follow my main is tagged on there if you want to. But yeah, thank you. Bye.